So we were talking with the mayor about housing, and I can't think of a hotter file these days at all three levels of government. It's all about housing. And the big pitch is that what we have to do, and I'm totally on board, I've been arguing this forever, we need to get into multiplexes, and we need to get into things like, apparently city staff favor six-story apartment buildings. Um, Brad Bradford is here, and Brad Bradford, in addition to being a city councilor, um, housing has kind of been your file, and you're an urban planner, so you're kind of a good go-to guy for this. Um, how did we come up with this magic uh, number of six-story apartment buildings? Well, that's a, that's a good question, uh, and we're actually going out to the public to have that consultation. Now, you know, the state of affairs with the housing situation here in Toronto, I would suggest that perhaps it could be more in some instances, but we had to put a number on the table, and you have to go out and, and talk to the public about it. Uh, the reality is uh, there has been lots of aspirations in Toronto for us to evolve as a mid-rise city. Um, we've been talking about that for more than a decade, and yet when you look at the numbers, we've only built about 130 mid-rise buildings over the past decade. And mid-rise would be what to what? Well, it's generally in your 6 to 12 story okay. sort of window. So a lot of people like that. They like the scale. Um, they like what that adds to the neighborhood. And yet if you step back in Toronto, uh, you see a lot of 60 story towers uh, and you see single detached houses and you see very little in between. So the question to logically ask and, and the work that I've been leading at committee is why haven't we unlocked that missing middle? Why haven't we seen those mid-rise buildings. Uh, and the reality is it's just about as much time and expense and effort to build a six-story building as a 60-story building. So people build the 60-story building. So we have to go back and streamline and fix that process so that we can build more housing in more neighborhoods for more people faster. And well, something I've been learning over the last year or so, because I keep on studying the files so I can learn a little bit more, but um, we can do all the things in the world, provincially and municipally, uh, to encourage people to build, but at the moment they're not doing it. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. And, uh, you know, we we get a lot of approvals done in the city of Toronto. Um, city planning takes it on the chin a lot of the time in, in the media, uh, but the reality is there are tens of thousands approvals of, of approvals out there that are sitting unbuilt. We have moved into some historic headwinds right now in the marketplace. Uh, construction costs rates, are up, financing. Shortage of, st of people available to yeah, build. Yeah, not enough folks that can swing a hammer anymore. So, you know, the result is it's it's been a trickle of housing rather than an avalanche. And that's where you need to work with all three levels of government, the feds on the financing, the province on the training, uh, and the city on the approvals to, to get that stuff done faster. But... The reality is we still have among the slowest jurisdictions for housing approvals in North America. Three years, 1,200 days to get an application through to pull your building permit. And that is just totally unacceptable. So we're taking steps right now, the city, uh, standing up a new development and growth division that is going to expedite it. Uh, we are going to get those approvals done in, in a number that's a lot closer to 120 days. And that's in part because the province has mandated it. And frankly, uh, I, that's been a long time coming. I think it was a necessary step. It's a blunt instrument, but it's been catalytic for us changing our process at the city. One of the issues I keep noting, though, is that it seems it's profitable to build, obviously, but builders keep on asking us to incentivize them. So, you know, the province is waiving development fees, and that's money that would have gone to the community. Um, you know, if it, it's almost like we have to beg them to turn a profit. 
Well, it's interesting. Developers take a bad rap, and uh, there's certainly no shortage of examples that you can point to where it hasn't necessarily been a desirable income. But let's also remember who's financing these projects. It's the bank. And so if you're a developer or a home builder and you go in to, uh, to get your application for financing and you're showing a 2 3 4% return, the bank is going to say, put that money in a GIC or a bond. You know, there has to be a reasonable rate of return for these projects to go forward. And the city, with our time it takes to get the application through the process, that costs money. Money that's been tied up in, in land acquisition costs, uh, money that's been tied up with consultants and, and trades and, and hiring people. And that ultimately makes the project more expensive for the end consumer. So a big thing that we can do at the city uh, to unlock more housing, to get it done faster, and ultimately to improve the pricing is to make sure that the approval process is closer to 120 days instead of 1,200. Uh, the mayor, off the air on her way out, said that today they were going to be talking about the vacancy tax, and she said it's going to raise $100 million. Is that true? That sounds a little ambitious for a vacancy tax. Uh, I don't have the numbers on that. I know that, you know, back when we brought this in, there was a lot fewer people who declared their homes vacant than perhaps the staff were, were aspiring to. Uh, I know that the city then sent out, uh, you know, bills to people who just didn't engage. And I know that some money is coming in. Uh, the mayor obviously, uh, you know, moved to increase that. I think what will ultimately happen is, you know, the same thing as in Vancouver. You can raise that tax as much as you want, but there's a diminishing return. I yeah. wouldn't expect it. It's going to be $100 million. Uh, you're going to see that as you raise that tax, fewer and fewer people are going to, you know, have their, their homes vacant. And I'd remind folks, at the end of the day, this was a policy initiative. This, you know, for the mayor, this was never supposed to be a revenue maker. It was about driving the outcome of having more people living in the housing that already exists. That's what we want. We don't, it's it's not about making money on the vacancy tax. It's about having the housing work as housing instead of sitting vacant. Good to see you again. Thanks a lot. Great to be here. Brad Bradford, Toronto City Councillor.